Hello and welcome back to the Forgotten Football Club's podcast. I'm your host for this evening, as per usual, Rory Bryce, and I'm joined once again, finally, by my partner in crime, Phil O'Rourke. How's it going, mate? It's good to see you again. What's up, Rory? It's uh, been a long time. Uh, I missed a good few episodes mm. uh, while I've been travelling, sick, work, whatever. <laughs> well, I was going to ask like... what you've been doing with yourself, but uh, being in your sick bed more than anything else. No, you've been uh, obviously going to games all over the the I say all over the world. You've been to Spain and Glasgow, <laughs> and <laughs> Paris is... and Holland, and, and Paris and Holland, so and, you... Italy. and Italy. So you, you have literally been all over Europe watching and football. Luxembourg and Luxembourg, living the dream, literally living the dream, mate. And it's uh, it's been class to see. But you're well. I've been stuck in sunny Costa del Lanark. Uh, doing our podcast episode, you've been gallivanting across the world, so I'm, I'm very, very jealous and not bitter about it at all. But you're back for this episode. It's a bit of a special episode, really. Um, a bonus episode, if anything. It's our Christmas special. We've cracked open a couple of cans for it. Phil's got his Guinness. I've got my uh, tin cocktails because it's all that I had in my fridge. <laughs> um, so very, we are exotic. absolutely exotic. I feel exotic. Um, and today we're going to be talking about probably the only club we could cover for a Christmas episode, to be honest. It's FC Santa Claus from Finland. Um, we're going to be talking about some other Christmas-themed football things after we've spoken about the club. Pretty much just listening up, talking for a little bit, and then towards the end we're going to go over our plans for 2024, which sounds quite good to me. It's just going to be a nice casual conversation where we kick back and shoot the shit. How does that sound, mate? It's been a while. No, it's been definitely been definitely a while. Um, as I said, on my on my European travels, I suppose uh, it's been quite quite lonely a little bit, to be fair. Except for when I was over obviously in Glasgow, seeing yourself, and uh, in Gronion, seeing uh, uh, Vincent, of course. Uh, other other than that, it's been uh, you know been on my own over in uh, the Park the Prince, uh, even though it was what. I don't know eighty thousand other maniac fans there, um, even in Barcelona. Um, where I, actually there was a lot of Irish people in Barcelona, funny enough, uh, at the match and stuff like that. Oh, okay. Um, jumping around with uh, Barcelona fans and with their fireworks and stuff like that and flares, that was quite interesting. Um, and Luxembourg was an interesting one as well. Uh, very hard to get a ticket, but uh, I, I eventually did get one, which mm-hmm. is probably surprising to many people uh, that it would be hard to get one there. And uh, of course then. Uh, where else? Well, yeah, you were in Italy uh, as well, Monza. but we, we, we spoke about that on another yeah. episode, didn't we? Yeah, we spoke about that a while ago. Yeah, Monza was quite good, but uh, there, yeah, that's that that that's been my travels of 2024 uh, or 2023, pardon me, 2024. <laughs> I'm hoping to go to a few games, uh, hopefully, uh, maybe pop back over to Gronion to see Vincent. That'd be good. That's him, I'm uh, planning to do the same for 2024. Yeah, to see the Green Army get promoted, uh, they they won again today, uh, so they're 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 on their way. They're in the playoff. Uh, I have a few bets with the Gronion fans as well that I I was more optimistic than them, and I bet them all that they would get promoted. Uh, they said they wouldn't, but uh, so Gronion get promoted, I'm going to be a millionaire, and no, I will be going to, back over to collect my up money. To sixth now, so there's every chance. So it'd be good to see them get their promotion. Well. Um, no, I'm I'm hoping to do the same. Hopefully, go over to to Gronion to see uh, Vincent. Hopefully, go over with yourself as well. Um, and really, I mean, there's there's a couple of countries I've got on my list. Obviously, you, you can plan and and the best laid plans and all that sort of nonsense. But 
there's a few places that I'd quite like to visit and, and take in a game of football, so we'll see about travelling abroad. Outside of that, it's probably going to be continuing ticking off the Scottish grounds. Um, obviously, trying to do my driving lessons at the moment so that I can make that more of a possibility because we, we don't have the best public transport as you experience, so um, it's quite difficult to get around if you can't drive. But, well, my, me and my friend Jack are going to see a Les Mahago Juniors game on the 29th, I think. I've already been there. But it's, it's quite good taking in the lower league, the, the, the lower tiers. It's a totally different experience than, than going to like uh, a top flight club. But, you know, probably try and get around a couple more stadiums in Scotland that I've not been to. Um, Try and visit Dave and Chris down south. Obviously, we've mentioned that a couple of times. And mm. yeah, just uh, I'm looking forward to, to the new year and seeing where that goes. It's going to be quite fun for, for football travel, I feel. Yeah, definitely, definitely. Uh, as I said, I have a few countries, Belgium, Germany, Denmark and Poland are the four that I want to hit um, before or in 2024. Um, and then, yeah, St. Pat's, obviously, uh, there's a few clubs uh, that, you know, I want to go to away games. Galway are now in the Premier, Waterford are in the Premier. So a few decent away games for uh, myself in the new year. Uh, Galway and Waterford would be class, man. That'd yeah. be really good fun. So I'll have them. I'll have them ticked off once the fixture list comes out uh, in the new year. But um, look back today. Uh, I have my FC Santa Claus jersey on, as Rory can see. Uh, I ordered it from uh, their website. So if you want to order it, or uh, if you want to get involved in, it, I think there's a competition with the sweeper. Um, they're also giving away a jersey, or maybe they wear. Maybe that competition's over. Um, but they were they were doing, and you can see pictures of it. Uh, and I'm sure I'll post up my picture of me kissing the badge, <laughs> which is it's a nice badge to be fair. It's a picture of the man himself. Um, just it looks like he signed a contract. Um, but, yeah, uh, it's, it's, it's an interesting rendition of Santa Claus, really, because it, it's, it's it takes him away from all that he's known for. You know, delivering toys, delivering joy and cheer, and he's he's like mm. getting down and, and signing a football contract. But they're a really really cool club and and a quite like looking into them more than than just what was on you know wikipedia and, and other stuff online because yeah. at the core of it that they're, they're actually well up until recently they weren't but now they're a very very well run club they're community focused um doing things for children especially in the community you know given the name that's quite apt um but also through their history they technically do qualify to be spoken about on this podcast so why don't you tell us a little bit about them to kick things off phil yeah, I mean, look, uh, you know, this this is a kind of a fun episode, so let, let, let's keep it fun, Rory. Um, <laughs> FC Santa Claus, uh, how were they founded? Well, as the story goes, uh, they, they there was a group of elves uh, in a town <laughs> called... Um, Ro- now, I could be butchering this <laughs> town, um, but it's uh, Rovanimini. Um, and basically... These these elves were kicking a ball around, you know. Uh, you know, probably decent footballers, maybe SVL standard. Um, <laughs> that's a joke. Um, and basically, uh, Saint Nicholas uh, saw them playing football and said, "Well, do you know what? Maybe we'll start a football club." And of course, he named it after himself. Um, and the big man himself is actually honorary president. He's uh, an honorary coach of the football club. Nice. And um yeah, so that that's how they started. It was back in the nineties, I think they started. Uh, oh, yeah, nineteen ninety two they were founded as FC Santa Claus Rovaniemi. 
that's yeah. probably the wrong pronunciation as well, but that's how I'm rhyming it off. And then they refounded in 2012 as FC Santa Claus Arctic Circle, just to show mm. you how far away from civilization they are. And then the third third edition was founded again in 2021, just as FC FC Santa Claus. But the original club, FC Santa Claus Rovaniemi, were also born of a merger as well. So there's there's a lot to unpack here and a lot to yeah. dig out. Yeah, I mean, it, it, there's a lot of um. <clears throat> I mean, if this was a regular Forgotten Football Club podcast, we'd be talking about mergers and we'd be talking about um financial situations and and stuff like that. Um, but I don't really want to ruin the Christmas buzz, uh, because it is Christmas Eve when this comes out, um, and it is a special football club who you said at the start, rightfully so, have uh, done a lot for charity and they, and they do a lot for uh, uh the kids uh, around the world and stuff like that. Um, I'll just, simply... them, um, I'll, I'll, just kind of reading about them. There was a couple of interesting things, though. So they won a trophy called the Midnight Sun Cup, yeah, um, and finished the Midtatsil Coupon, um, which I believe is a tournament played annually in July in northern Sweden normally, but then other clubs from the Arctic Circle and, mm. and stuff can come along. Um, but they've also played three Premier League clubs in their history. Can you guess who they are, Phil? Uh, off the top of my head, I can name two: West Ham. Yep. Nottingham Forest. Yep. And I'm going to say Crystal Palace. Yes, correct. Well done. Outstanding. Amazing. It couldn't have been good. Well, I, I mean, to be fair, that was an um that was a while ago they played and that was in the, the 90s they played Palace. I'm not sure about Forest and West Ham, but they, they ended up going bankrupt um in twenty thirteen, yeah. which isn't very you know, in the Christmas spirit of them. Um Severe financial difficulties as well, not not just kind of you know oh, shit we've run out of money. It was it was quite bad, um, and uh, then eventually they were reformed and and the same thing happened and then they reformed again. Not too sure if it was COVID that they ended up killing them the second time. Um, they they went to China and Beijing to try and get some new sponsors and 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 to play a few games and stuff. Um, but thankfully they did relaunch and they became part of the new Finnish national system and the, and the tier system. Mm. Um, and they've got a youth team as well, uh, which just has the junior name attached to it at the, at the end, um, as is the case with a lot of Finnish youth teams. So yeah, they're they're, they're doing well. They're they're I think they're in the third division at the moment, maybe. Yeah, I think they've got back to back promotions here since they've come back or. They've gotten two promotions out of the last three or four years. Fifth year, fifth year they play in the the Nilonen. Yeah. The yeah. highest they've ever been was the third tier, and they nearly made it into the second tier, but lost in a playoff, I believe, uh, to HIFK in two thousand and ten. So you know they they have got recent, you know they've got a bit of credibility in the in the Finnish league, and uh, they're not just a kind of gimmick; they are a proper football club. Um, I think that's the thing because a, a lot of people see them as kind of a, a gimmicky club. Yeah, um, but in actuality, you know, they're they're they're, 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 they're they have ambitions and they're trying to do quite a lot of really really good things, um, mm. which are really, really I, th- I think is incredible. Um, especially their work within uh, their youth team, particularly and within the community, they're, they're they're a fantastic club and a fantastic initiative that a lot of teams could could take something from and and try and follow. 
Yeah, I mean, even at this time of year, um, during this time of year, their players, you know, I don't know whether they still do, but when in their peak, their players actually went to the post office in Finland. Obviously, probably a name of, of the post office in Finland. And they used to help out with Santa's letters and stuff like that to kids across the, across the world that would be writing letters to um, that, that part of the world. Because... The reason why, or maybe we should have mentioned this at the start, the reason why they're called FC Santa Claus is that they're based in the town that Santa Claus was born in. Mm. Um, so that's basically, it's a, they're not just going, oh, you know, this is where Santa Claus is from. It is where Santa Claus was born. <clears throat> yeah, no, it's a, it's a great a great football team and, and we encourage anyone who hasn't heard of them to, to go and follow them now, although to be fair, just from what I saw with uh, you know the sweeper putting up a lot of posts about them and, and escape to Swami and stuff, um, a lot of, a lot more people know about them than, than what I thought. But you know if there's people listening who haven't, do go and check them out. I don't think you're able to watch any of their games unless you actually go over, unfortunately. But you know maybe a trip to Finland's on the cards for next year. But I'd love to go and see them. Well, we covered it. We covered what um two clubs are from Finland. Uh, one of our favourites, FC Joker. Joker. Uh, yeah, Joker. <laughs> you forgot about them, did you? <laughs> oh, um, they, 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 the the one sixteen boys who we still not heard from. So, uh, whether they're a mythical um entity as well, who knows? Um, imagine FC Santa Claus and FC Joker IT playing. Oh, that, that would be so much. That'd be the battle of the crests, I think. Put, oh god, yeah, I know. Like a a jester v Santa. I'd put my money on <laughs> Santa. To be fair, I think yeah, that'd be quite a good matchup. That would be a good know? game now, uh, a good a good friendly. And then, of course, there was uh, Finpa, uh, who we also covered, who were the, uh, basically the airline uh, football club that uh, went bust because the, 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 the airline kind of went bust, I think. Um, yeah. So we, we've been quite close to Finland, to be fair, um, in our, in our uh, journey. So, uh, you know, a, a trip to FC Santa Claus... Probably isn't off the, uh, off the cards. I'm sure there's definitely ways to get there because, as I said, it is the hometown of the big man himself and plenty of people do go there. Uh, yeah. If you actually look up pictures of that town, it's uh, quite Christmassy. Uh, I'd imagine many people go around this time, you know, around this time of year. Um, but it's, it's quite nice even during summer. It has like a little river going through it and stuff like that. Um, it's obviously in the province of Lapland um, and we all know Lapland, yes, Lapland and Santa go hand in hand, don't they? Big tourist yeah, attraction up there as well. Loads of, um, loads of touristy stuff. And to be fair, it looks like a lovely place to go as well. And it'd be cold. Don't get me wrong, because I remember, because mm. you know that it's based in the Arctic Circle. And I remember yeah. when Celtic played uh, Bodo Glint in the Europa Conference League a couple of seasons ago. There were a couple of guys who went up to to watch him in the Arctic Circle, and and they said, you know, we prepared for it as any other football fan would, and they said, but we were not prepared for how cold that was actually going to be. Like, we think we know cold in, in Scotland and Ireland, but that is, you know, obviously you're in the, the fucking Arctic Circle. So. <laughs> yeah, they're actually known as the gateway, I think, to the Arctic Circle. Uh, I think I, I read that when I was doing my research on the football club. Um, it's, yeah, I mean, look, it's it's quite northerly um, of, in Finland. I think it's more, it's, it's not, Total north of Finland, it's it's kind of the cent center of Finland. But let's be honest, that's still quite cold. <laughs> oh yeah, I mean, if if it's cold enough to be in the Arctic Circle, then it's going to be quite chilly. You'll need to wrap up whenever you go. Um, but yeah, I mean, it's one of the clubs that I think it would be like a bucket list thing to go and see. Mm, you know, like to definitely. kind of take it off. There's a lot of people who, you know, obviously Nordic Footies mentioned them before as well. But it's like, can you think of all the clubs that have? 
like a gimmicky aspect to them. There's probably people who go around to try and see them all the time. Like obviously FC Santa Claus would be one. There's a club that have the badge. I'm not sure if they're Finnish or if they're from Iceland. They have the volcano on it with a big smile and stuff. You yeah, know, I saw that. Um, I think they're Icelandic. Yeah, they're, they are. I can't remember the club, but I know exactly what you're talking about. Yeah, and and I'm trying to think because there must be other gimmicky clubs out there. I mean, there's the obviously joking it, but they're gone. Um, oh God, I'm trying to rack my brains. There's surely a few more gimmicky. Um, but off the top, I mean, most of these kind of gimmicky clubs would have been from uh, the NASL days in America. Like, oh, there, yeah, there's yeah. quite a few of them badges uh, floating about, like sharks yeah. and dolphins and and, dolphins. and all that kind of stuff. Um, so you you'd probably find a lot of them kind of gimmicky franchisey badges, uh, probably in America. A few maybe in um Australia as well. When they were trying to catch capture the, it's really you know countries that try to capture the imagination of uh the public. Where say in places like England, Ireland, Spain, Italy, Europe, basically, they don't need to do that because football is so popular anyway that you don't need to have a kind of a gimmick, a, a kind of flash badge, or a, a kind of anything like that. People want to support you; they won't because it's a local, local town or something like that. But I think in Australia, America, I think we talked about this. They, they've they've tried different avenues to try promote uh, soccer. We'll say in their countries because soccer is not the main sport. It it goes behind, say, in America, baseball, NFL, basketball, uh, ice hockey, and then obviously Australia does rugby, rugby league, Aussie rules, cricket. Um, so for soccer tries to come up with these kind of gimmicks, uh, badges, names, and stuff like that. Mm. Um, and while it's 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 not works in some cases, as we know, um, it, it has started to work in, for example, the MLS now in uh, and and I suppose the A League in Australia is starting to grow a little bit, but uh, it's not been uh, without failure. Put it that way. Um, oh yeah, hundred percent, hundred percent. I think the F- FC Santa Claus gimmick. Well, we say it's a gimmick. I, you know, it is a town that's famous for. I suppose FC, that, for Santa Claus. So the thing is, we they can't avoid it really, could they? That's the thing because we we say it's a gimmick because from the outside looking in, you know, you're looking at it and you're like, oh, Santa Claus, a football team named after him. That's dead funny. But obviously, like to those guys, they'll be aware of it as well. But you know, to those guys like that, that clubs the life of their community and and their players and the youth. You could argue, you could argue in Ireland, for example, Shamrock Rovers. Uh, or to, to be, to be fair, whenever so when I used to play FIFA when I was like 12, 13 me and my mates would be like right, we've played against each other when we've been like Barca and Real and Juve and all this shit, so we'd be like right, let's go to the worst league in the game, let's go to Ireland and we would always laugh at Shamrock Rovers because we just thought it was such a daft name but then yeah, obviously you know you grow up and, and you realise that it's like again, outside looking in and maybe if you're a young and daft then yeah, like it's a bit funny, but yeah, no, I suppose that could be considered a gimmicky name. Can't really think of any of the ones for for Scotland. I mean, Edinburgh City, the the owners at the time a couple of seasons ago changed their name to FC Edinburgh because they wanted to make it sound more European. But they were in like League One and they were like, not they were like all right, like they were doing okay. They were nothing special though, you know. And that was a bit weird. Can't think of anything massively gimmicky over here. But um. <laughs> Here, here's one for your area. Okay, so most places, uh, as I was saying, in in Europe and stuff like that, are named after where they're from, right? Mm-hmm. So you obviously have, say, Tottenham is based in Tottenham, Tottenham. Uh, Chelsea is based in Chelsea, 
Fulham, etc. Right? There's only two clubs in all of Britain that are named after um maybe it's not Britain, maybe no, it is Britain that are named after or that don't have a place name in their football name. Do you know yeah. who they are? So Port Vale, that's one of them. Yeah, there we go. Bang on. I know Port Vale is one of them. The second one, what country are we talking? England. England, yeah. Oft. Um is it it's not one of the Welsh teams that play in England, is it? No. No. I don't know why Newport came to mind there. Port Vale. Um oh I feel like it's gonna be a really obvious one as well. Oh Crystal Palace, of course. What are they no, no. Oh no, yeah, Palace Crystal is Palace is a place where you're talking about. <laughs> well it's yeah. a landmark. Um Port Vale. You've now alienated Crystal Palace fans. We we oh, we've done we've done well to alienate a lot of people on this podcast. Really we've never done like Palace, Palace fans. Um, well, maybe we've we've gotten a lot of Brighton fans on our side now. Fuck, I don't know, man. Port Vale. Who's the other one? Arsenal. Oh fuck's sake! Of course. Yeah, there you go. Yeah, <laughs> an obvious one, isn't it? As based on the you know well to get the Port Vale one though. Yeah, no, no, Port Port Vale, and um, but the the Arsenal one because they when they started off they were based in. I think they were a, a works team from the Greenwich Arsenal. Yeah, that's yeah, that's it. Yeah, which, which is obviously a, a landmark or a former landmark. I'm not too sure if it's still standing. I think it is. Um, so yeah, I Port Vale's the other one. I knew, I knew Port Vale. I don't know why one of the Welsh teams came to mind, but Newport's obviously a place. And then I was trying to think the Scottish teams because it was funny because I was looking at just kind of doing some research on on my downtime yesterday. I was trying to find clubs in Scotland that also have other teams with their name <laughs> elsewhere in the world if that makes sense so can't remember who it was was it the sweeper was putting up something about um other clubs named like liverpool like you've got liverpool and i think it's uruguay maybe in, in aston villa and stuff yeah, like that yeah. so i wonder we've if... actually covered one of our like doppelganger clubs so we actually in the book juventus if are basically a doppelganger they're well they were a club in sweden that mm. um or based on the club in Italy, Juventus. Yeah. And then yeah. we were talking about the Australian club that were bought by Rangers, remember? Uh, and oh, Rangers yeah, course, based uh, Northern Sydney Spirit. And no, Rangers basically right. like a mini little Rangers with the, the, the colours and stuff. So it, it's quite funny that it does happen an awful lot uh, around the world. Mm. I think Arsenal Sarandi is in uh, Argentina. That's Argentina, Sarandi, yeah. yeah. So, yeah, so, well, throw this one at you. So hold on, let me just do some quick counting. Okay, so there's five clubs in the Scottish top flight that are named after places. What are they? What do you mean places? Like cities? Well, they're, they're, there's five clubs in the Scottish top flight that have the, the place where they're from in their name. Aberdeen. Yep. That's one. Dundee. Yep, two. Um... Well, is Glasgow Celtic? No, that what? doesn't count because uh, Glasgow's count. Glasgow's not in the official title of Rangers or Celtic, so you can't use that for either. Okay, okay. Uh, so what did I say? Aberdeen, um, Aberdeen, Dundee, Ross County. Nope. Well, it's not named after where they're based though, because they're based in Dingwall, whereas they represent the county. So it's about the you know the the town. Uh, Kilmarnock. Yep, three. Uh, Kilmarnock, Ross County. Uh, sorry, Kilmarnock, Aberdeen, Dundee. Um. Missing mm. two. One of them one of them was a prominent feature this year for for our Forgotten Clubs group chat. 
Motorwell? Yep, that's four. Livingston. Yeah, well done. Oh. So that's five. And to be fair, I'm I was quite amazed at that because I was thinking about that for Scotland, but Celtic Rangers obviously based in Glasgow. Hearts or Heart of Midlothian is based on the, the heart of Midlothian in Edinburgh and the Royal Mile, um, which you're supposed to spit on for good luck. Um St. Mirren, based in Paisley, named after one of their kind of saint people. Uh, St. Johnston from Perth, uh, which yeah, was previously yeah. known as St. Johnstown. Hibs, obviously from Edinburgh, Ross County, as Per discussed, from the county of Rosshire. Um, and yeah, so that's it. So there you go. Only five play only five teams in the Scottish top flight named after the places that they're actually based in. You um got my KFC Santa Claus because we yeah. It's this episode. It's supposed to be Christmassy. Um, <laughs> I mean, do you think, do you think uh, there should be like, uh, okay, so we're talking about new tournaments and stuff like that. It's it's something that's come up uh, with the Super League and stuff like that. How would you think of, uh, say, a holiday cup? Holiday so cup. you have Ooh, FC nice. Santa Claus, you have Halloween FC. Um, you have uh, so Easter, I, I think... Easter Easter United. Oh well, um, I, was gonna, I was gonna say for the Easter club, it could be Hibs because they play Easter Road, don't they? Easter Road, yeah, yeah. Um, uh, okay, who, okay. who would then represent? Okay, so if we're gonna pick proper clubs, right, to represent a holiday, right? Who would you pick for? Right, so we have FC Santa Claus has to be Christmas, right? Okay, right. right so we we will try to get a a a clubs here, right? For for the holiday, <laughs> are we gonna go holiday league or holiday cup? Holiday cup, holiday cup. Yeah, right, seeing as the Super League is is on the horizon, uh, let's oh, make up our dead, own. Dead and buried again. Dead and buried again. Hopefully. So so yeah, obviously I well obviously I think it'll go. But so we have FC Santa Claus. Um, who who yeah. we going for the Easter team? So I I'm gonna vote Hibs because they play Easter Road. But if you Easter can think of a better one than than. Uh, I can't. To be fair, I can't. We'll go with uh, him. Right. So who's going to go for that Halloween team? I'm going to say Rangers because they rose from the dead. Oh. <laughs> oh. You could say any club where uh, we've forgotten football clubs could be, could be there. Uh, no, obviously can't be them. No representation there whatsoever. Um, Halloween. I'm trying to think of clubs that, that are Frankenstein FC. Is there? No, no, there can't be, is there? I can't think. I'm trying to think of a club with like Witch, Norwich, Nor Norwich, Norwich. Yeah, Norwich. That's, a, <laughs> that's a good one. Or um, is it a... Ah, there we go. Oh, no, they, they, they play in America, to be fair. FC Transylvania. Oh, really? Would they not uh, play in Romania? Romania where Transylvania no, is? They, they play in New York. Uh, oh, okay. I think there's probably an idea in New York, New York State called Transylvania. But yeah, you could not, I was going to say you could go with Wolfsburg, as in Werewolfsburg. Werewolfs, Werewolfsburg, yeah, you could do. Uh, <laughs> so you go there, and that, 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 you know. Yeah, yeah it, could, it could work. Uh, quite like Nor Norwich. Norwich is a good one. Yeah. Um, um, all right, well, let's let's move on from the Halloween one. What are the holidays we have? Uh, Thanksgiving. Oh, Thanksgiving. That's a tough one. A club, a club from Turkey. Maybe. Whoa. Turkey. Hey. Turkey. Oh, yeah, yeah. Yeah, oh, I like that one. Yeah, yeah. Right. Well, um, hold on, hold on. Actually, I'll have a look. Um, This is really, really good podcast and doing your research, typing out. Uh, <laughs> so we, if we're going for Thanksgiving, we could go for Turkey for Turkey. Yeah. Go for Plymouth because their nickname's the Pilgrims. Because yeah, yeah, yeah. That's yeah, yeah. So what do you think? Plymouth, Plymouth or Turkey? 
I like Turkey. I like that Turkey, one. Turkey for Turkey, right? Okay, so we've got FC Santa Claus for Christmas, Hibs Easter Road for Easter. We've got well, we don't really have one for Halloween yet, and we've got um, we've got Turkey, Turkey for Thanksgiving. What other holidays have we got? I'm trying to think. Um, I was gonna say summer holidays, but uh, <laughs> <laughs> about uh, we don't really have a holiday for Burns Night. It's just really. Haggis Neeps and Tatties in it. St. Patrick's Athletic for St. Paddy's Day. That's an easy one, though. Yeah, uh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Uh, it works, though. It works, so I'll give you that. There's or Shamrock Rovers. Nah, St. Pat- it has to be St. Pat's for that one. It has to be St. Paddy, yeah. It has yeah. to be St. Pat's. Yeah. Um, and if we were going to pick one for summer, it would have to be something to do with the sun, wouldn't it? But I, I can't think of any teams with... I can't think of anything to do with the summer, the sun at the moment. Yeah. Uh... All I keep thinking of is G Son, our uh, son who plays for Spurs. Pardon me. Uh, our son, yeah. Yeah, you can't really pick Spurs. No. There must yeah. be a club called Sony FC or something like that. G Son, G Son, who are in forgotten football clubs. No, Sony. No, that's Yang Yang Sun. Yang Sun's uh, pronunciation's all wrong. Sunshine FC. Uh, the Sunshine Stars FC. They play in the NPFL. Um. Nigerian football club based in Akuri in Nigeria. So Sunshine Stars could do. Yeah, I'm happy with that. It's the first one we've came across <laughs> showing our width and breadth of knowledge. Uh, uh, and I can't really think of any other holidays, to be honest. Um, no, at. That's a tough one. Thanksgiving. I think the other Paddy. American holidays. Um, we don't have a holiday for St. Andrew's Day. Um, Easter, well, May Day. May Day is the only other one that I can think of, the May Day holiday, but that would be quite difficult, I think. Yeah. May Day. Ah, who knows? Oh well. Um, it'll be a short cup. <laughs> it'll be a very short. Sure, cup. Look, look at the World Club Championships. City play two games and they win a trophy. Like I so, feel, I feel like it'd be very one-sided. Every final would be Norwich and Hibs. Maybe or Turkey ever in there every so often. Sorry. FC Santa Claus so might have advantage if they played at home because of the weather. Yeah, true. I suppose they'd be playing in in pretty tough conditions. If you're going away there, then it's not going to be fun. Um, back to FC Santa Claus. <laughs> <laughs> um. Obviously, they're working their way up the the divisions in Finland. I think Finland play summer football. I'd imagine they probably play summer football, do they? Um. I think I wonder, so. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So let's have a quick look at their table and see where they finished. So we're playing in the Nolonen. Um. He just got promoted again, did he? Mm, I'm not too sure. So they. They were in tier five. Um, I can't find any information on it, unfortunately, which is a shame. Just got the ah, oh, no, wait a minute. There we go. Third of it ah, only goes down to the third tier, which is disappointing. I think uh, I think happening. they got promoted. I I think they finished in the uh, the promotion playoffs. I remember because re- I've done my research. I wrote an article uh, for the late tackle. Um, magazine they're reading about FC Santa Claus, so I'm quite sure that they're on the up and anyway at the moment. Um, it'd be quite interesting to see them go up to the top tier and even like I mean we're probably talking about well it's probably unrealistic, but imagine they got into Europe. That would That's what I was thinking cool. earlier on. Imagine they eventually got to the Champions League. That'd be <laughs> incredible. Yeah, FC Santa Claus. Oh yeah, yeah, mate. If they got to the CL, I'd back them. Absolutely, that'd be that'd think, be amazing. Do you think if a club like that did get up to a top tier, that they would attract worldwide, uh, you know, fan base? 
Oh yeah, 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 I'd imagine so. I think it's it's there'd be a few things of that. So if they managed to get to that level, it would be one back in the underdog, two back in a team that everyone can knows and loves because they've got that wee sort of gimmicky aspect attached to them, like we discussed. Um, and three, I think people would just want to see them do well because for the the two previous reasons mentioned, but also because uh, they're a new addition to the Champions League or something like that. So yeah, I think they'd do quite well. And and here here's one now, right? To keep it Christmasy, right? Okay. Mm. So say they get to the Champions League, right? They obviously have now millions. They're, 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 they could buy anybody, right? Okay. But they have uh, an embargo put on them, okay? Say okay. UEFA go, look, you, you, you have your millions, okay? You can buy players. But because you're called FC Santa Claus, you can only buy players with a Christmas team. Oh, shit. So, right? They're buying a goalkeeper. Who do they pick? Buying a goalkeeper, a Christmassy yeah. theme. Oh god, this is really stretching it now. By, so by Christmassy theme, it has to be anything related to Christmas. And by the way, what we're gonna do is we are gonna put this up on our Twitter, and we're gonna see the the different responses we get from people. Um, yeah, yeah that'd, that'd be a really good one. Right, goalkeeper. Okay, Christmassy theme goalkeeper. I don't know, man. I don't know. My mind's drawing a blank. If you go, I have them. All right, they can they can be from any era. Any it doesn't era, have to right? Now, right? They, you can bring them back and they could be in their prime. Can I throw my one in? Yeah, yeah, of course. Roy Carroll. <sighs> That's a beller. <laughs> Roy Carroll, nice. That's a screamer. Yeah. Yeah, no, I was going through all the Christmas words in my head. I, I genuinely can't think. Right, Roy Carroll. That's a good one. Right, are we, is this a, a full start at 11 or are we going for a five-a-side team? No, we're going full full 11, right? 4-4-2. Four, four, Keep it oh, simple. Right. Right. So right back. Right back, right. I'm not even going to try and stick to the fence. Right, okay, right back. So we've got Roy Carroll and goals. Um, oh man, this is horrible. I don't know. <laughs> like, I mean, you can you can adapt their names. Like, yeah, I yeah, mean, yeah, it doesn't no, have to exactly their name. That's what I'm trying to do, but it's not. Uh, it's not. Uh, nothing's just nothing's coming to my mind. Is it? Off? To be fair, that's nothing new. To be fair, um. I've already got two players that I want to put in. <laughs> right, you fill them out then while I try and... Right. Okay, so up front, right? Yep. Nicholas Bentner. Ah, uh, Nicholas. Okay, good one. Yeah, Nicholas. Yeah. Nice. Right. Nice. And centre midfield, Santi Carzola. It's... <laughs> yeah, mate. You know I've thought about this. You're thinking inside, but pushed right up against the box with that one, but I'll give you San Santa Santica. Right, okay, fair enough. Um, okay, so that's goalkeeper. We've got striker. We've got centre midfielder. So I've got the spine of the team there, man. Come on, I'll make it Yeah, you have got the spine of the team. Right, come on. Now you try and think here. Um, Christmas team things. Oh, of course, centre half used to play for Celtic of Andersnow. Here we go. Yeah, you're now, you're now. You're now you're it's kind I've got one right, okay. Another striker. It's Christmas team, right? But it's not a, a Santi one. Okay. Jesus. Jesus, yeah, it's Christmas team. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You're right. Oh, I could have had a. If we're going down that route, then I could have said Nick Pope for goalkeeper. Oh yeah, well yeah. I mean, he can be the I, bench. He can be the bench. Roy Carroll's better. Roy, I'll, I'll give you that. Roy Carroll is much better. Right. So we've got Roy Carroll. Yeah. Um. Yeah, try, try, and th try and think of some. Centre-back, we have uh, Ivan Snow. Centre-midfield, we have Santi Santa. 
uh, Claus Cazorla. Up front, we have Nicholas uh, Claus Bentner, and we have Jesus, and we have... Oh, that's it at the moment. So we're trying to think of another centre-back and a centre-midfielder. Right, OK. Um, centre-back and a centre-midfielder. We're playing 4-4-2. Uh, Obviously a left-back, a right-back, a right-winger and a left-winger as well. Yeah, we can't forget those. Got Vanda Snow. Hmm. Trying to think, you know, tree. Tinsel. No, there's no... Well, no, not really any tinsel. No? No. Um. Right, hang on. Let me think. Let me think. What about... No, well, I was going to say Phil Nickel. But that's stretching, mm-hmm. isn't it? Yeah, it's a bit of a push. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, mm. I think this what is about, what about right back? Right uh, now, this this is a little bit stretching, it, right? Okay, Danny Elves. <laughs> that was absolutely. Hot. I really wanted to. Danny Rory's holding his head, uh, his his head oh, in his hands here with that one. I think yeah, I think this is one we need to put out for the rest of the Twitter. We'll get um, we'll get yeah. some questions put out because we've got we we've got the bare bones of a team there. Like it sounds, it sounds great. I've got the bare bones of a team. Yeah, okay, yeah, okay. I'll, I'll get a Vanda Snow, <laughs> <laughs> which is all right. Like I feel that it is probably an easier one. I bet if we put it out on Twitter, I guarantee it, people will come up with things like that, and we'd oh, be yeah. like, oh yeah, oh yeah, yeah. There's probably yeah, loads of them. Well, I suppose because this is something that asked on Twitter. Um, earlier on this week and, and to be fair I've asked a couple of times now there's obviously you know you got a couple of football things for your Secret Santa and and mm. I think I've given one for Secret Santa before but what's the best football themed Christmas gift you've ever gotten? Ever? Um, I mean probably the, the, uh, a Chris Kindle that I got today uh, a mug and it's basically like how I love football like it's actually an actual printed mug uh, that that they got like oh I love football I breed football I love football and it's literally just that's all it is around the mug like I talk about football and and it's just it's uh, to be honest the mug is not huge or anything but it's quite good uh, other than that it would be probably football jerseys and stuff like that 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 I've gotten um, yeah I was, I was gonna say if like when was your first uh, jersey that you got from like your mum or dad or something like that when my my mother buys me a football jersey every Christmas nice. Um, I I might as well tell you it's a Liverpool one, um, because yeah, I'm always a Liverpool fan. Um, but uh, yeah, so I have a, a quite a selection of, and it's usually always like the third kit or the away kit because I love colours and stuff like that. Um, but you know, every every two or three Christmases, it's just a red one. Um, but um, in general, it's usually the away kit. Um, yeah, so jerseys. I get a jersey every every Christmas. Uh, I'm expecting to get one obviously on Christmas Day. This one coming, and uh, probably either the purple one or the green and white one. Nice. I've hinted at the green and white one. To be fair, green and white one's nice. I do, I do like the Liverpool. Green yeah. And white. I mean, the one that I, the one that I put up on Twitter earlier was I got a an 0607 season signed full signed by the first team Celtic top, um, which at the time. Actually, you know, because I, I was young and I was like, oh, I want to wear that. And my dad was like, you're not fucking wearing a signed jersey out to like roll a bit in the muck, you know. So yeah. I ended up sticking it back in this bag and it lay in this cupboard in my house that no one went in for the best part of about 10 years and only uncovered it again recently. 
You got a frame. Yeah, oh no, mate, that's what I'm gonna do with it. It's the, the, the signatures have kind of worn off on it a little bit, which is frustrating, but um I'm I'm definitely planning on getting it framed. Apart from that, my mum normally gets me football books every year, so mm. last year she got me this big nine hundred page book sitting up there. It's just called I think it's just Lost Clubs of Scotland or something like that. Um hold on. Forgotten Forgotten Scottish football. Lost clubs or something, league clubs. That's a Scottish football. Lost club. clubs in Scotland. Lost clubs in Scotland is Jeff Webb's book. <laughs> See that? That's that's Jeff Webb's one, but this is a different one. It's by Robin Holmes, and it's literally like the comprehensive. Do you know what I mean? This was all their yeah, stats yeah. and matches and stuff. So that was a really good one. Uh, last year I got Shice were going up by Kit Holden. Um, really, really good book about Union Berlin. Apart from that, though, like it's it's mainly just books and I don't really got jerseys when I was younger, so. My Chris Kindle as well, I got the 300 facts about football, but I did get this book for a friend of mine, right? It, it was kind of a joke book, right? I, I, obviously, people can't see what I'm about to show you. But, um, hang on. I don't know if you've ever heard of this. It's called... It's actually quite good. Now, it was a, it was a joke book originally, but I started reading it, and uh, <laughs> it actually became quite good. So it's called The Football School Encyclopedia. Oh, right? nice. Oh, now, it looks good. quite cartoony, and it is quite cartoony, to be fair, right? But it's by Alex uh, Ballos and Ben Littleton, and they do a kind of a series of, like, obviously people can't say it, Rory, I'm just showing Rory here uh, on the video chat, um, and there's a series of, like, different things, but it's actually quite um, informative, to be fair. Um, mm-hmm. Like, it has the history of football from, like, the dates and stuff like that, women's football when it started, uh, well, it's quite well, funny. It's like oh, Posho's only started playing football. Um, you know, it's quite it's quite a like set piece secrets when the first set pieces were started, but it's in a kind of childlike form, like a kind of if you know what I mean, a shoot or a, a match kind of thing. But uh, I would highly recommend it. And uh, my mate, I'm kind of now think rethinking about giving it to him because it was a joke. But I feel if I give it to him, he might actually learn something. <laughs> and he might overtake me in my football knowledge. So that's I mean it's um that obviously this is a bit higher level than, than a kid a kind of kids' book thing, but a couple of weeks ago I read through the Beautiful History. So it was a follow-up to the Beautiful Badge by Martin Rutledge mm. um, and his other co-authors and illustrator. And it so the Beautiful History is obviously the Beautiful Badge is about the history of the football badge, just a book about it with some illustrations, but the Beautiful History is a full like colour illustration. And it's telling the story and the history of the UK through football badges. And man, like I think of all the yeah. like of all the in-depth, like political, really like informative books I've read this year, that's my favorite one. It was class. It was like interactive. There's like wee puzzles and stuff you can do in it. You can it doesn't matter what age you are, you can read it if you're a kid, if you're old, it'll tell mm. you something. And it's just like the illustrations are some of the best that I've ever seen and they really bring these football badges and clubs to life and it's really just taking different badges and telling the story about like heritage and history in the UK it was really really good man quite a unique way uh, looking at football like I mean look we, we try to be unique in the way we bring our football clubs back to life and stuff like that um, and, and, and that's how we do but we also appreciate other unique uh, accounts and, and kind of uh, content that is put out there by a lot of the accounts that we interact with. And uh, that is something that is quite unique. Um, so, yeah, it's quite interesting. Um, and I suppose 
it, it, it kind of brings it all together. FC Santa Claus are quite a unique football club um, in the world in that, you know, I, I don't, there's no other kind of Christmassy football club out there that I can think of um, that even has a name that is kind of Christmassy. So, uh, no, FC Santa Claus definitely fall into that kind of category. No, for sure. Um, they're a great, they're a great club, and to be fair, I'd quite like to do an episode, a, a wee bit more of a deep dive into them, maybe like in in the new year, get someone from the club on if if that's at all possible, just to talk about what they're doing. And I suppose that leads us quite nicely onto what our plans for the new year mm. are, because as we've said on Twitter, we've only got two clubs left of the current run. Um, and that this is that has focused on the clubs that Phil covered in in the Forgotten Football Clubs book. So we've done all of them, bar two. We've only got Sportivo Palermo of Argentina and Gol FC and of Canada left to do, and we're really looking to do those probably within the first couple of weeks of January and get them out of the road. So that there's not going to be an episode next week because you know it's New Year. We're all breaking for Christmas. Um, everyone else is breaking for Christmas. You know, it's 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 just one of those things. Um, we we all need time off. Um, so you know we won't be releasing an episode next week, and we'll be doing those two in the new year. And obviously, a couple of folk have kind of messages saying, "Oh, you know, is is that the podcast done?" Not that they were probably particularly unhappy about it. To be fair, they get a break from that voice. Um, but it, it's not. So more or less, what we're planning on doing is we're going to be opening up the podcast because it, initially, I think when you messaged me about it you just kind of wanted it to be a companion podcast for the book. And I was quite happy with that because I was like, right, cool. We'll get the 50 clubs done. That'll be it. To be honest, to be honest, Rory, initially that, yeah, that was the idea. And initially we thought, you know, we'll have a bit of fun with it and, you know, we'll get a few people listening in and, you know, we'll we'll just shoot the shit. As you said, we'll talk about these football clubs and have a bit of a laugh, get a few guests on, find out a little bit more. But, what you know, this podcast has grown hugely. Oh um, man, it's been so much, much faster fun. than we thought. Yeah, I mean, like initially, because like I thought it was it was going to be coming on, like talking about the clubs for an for a half hour a week. We'd do mm. two each a week, and then it'd be done by like the time when it would come around, and then that would be it basically. But like, it's obviously because I remember and I say I remember saying at the time because I keep sending you the photo, the message like. Cause she said like oh like i don't know how to do this on twitter i was like right let me log in and i'll do it and i was and then i ended up posting a bit more and i was like right i know i'm posting a bit more and promoting the episodes but don't like don't think i'm taking over this twitter or anything like that and then i'm on it literally every day man every day i think rory owns a twitter and i'm kind of like yeah whatever you just, just <laughs> well you do whatever you want man whatever works but uh and, and the podcast as well like i've been missing or a while the last few weeks but Obviously, I had good reason to to be to be missing, um, yeah. but the podcast since we started in February, like I mean, we've now racked up thousands of of, of people have listened in. Um, what is it? Fifty nine countries, fifty nine countries, sixty four countries, sixty four so, countries around the world. Made uh, it to every continent except obviously Antarctica. Yeah, um, and and even then we're trying to hit that. Um, <laughs> we've got uh, I mean, 64, we... 64 different nations we've got like Sri Lanka Isle of Man Malta like honestly like, places that I never ever thought people would listen in Bolivia, Bolivia. Um... It's, it's absolutely mental seeing how many people 
We we we, we got number two, podcast. number two in sports podcast in Iceland. At one stage, we peaked. That was our peak position. Sixteen in Ireland. Uh, I think it was sixtieth in the UK. Um, like it's mad. Like it, it's crazy because we we when we started this, we never thought uh, we would hit those numbers. Uh, no. And we've gotten. We're now up to near enough four hundred people are following us on Spotify. Um, I think I think we put out our Spotify wraps things. I think there's like two hundred fifty of them are like top five. I think our top ten podcasts. I know. Um, it's wild because, and and I think this is a thing. Like we have to say, we don't make any money off this, right? No, no. We, we don't get anything out of this not that we would want because we just enjoy doing it like we both work full time we've got other jobs this is very much just like a fun little project for us and it's grown arm and legs in ways that we we never thought would actually happen so i, I suppose we need to say a, a massive thank you really for for listening in and, and engaging with us and and basically like saying to us that people are enjoying what we are doing and that you just want to see more because basically our plan for 2024 is once the last two clubs from the book are done, we'll take a break for a couple of weeks just to, to do a wee bit of planning and take a breather. But then we're going to open it up to everything. Um, Obviously, football clubs will still be the main focus. It's going to be any club that's been lost. We'll be researching them all fully. We'll probably try and get an interviewee on for most, if not all, episodes. I think all's probably a bit of a push. So we'll go with most. Um, I think would be fair because, to say because uh, interviews as well. I have to throw this out there as well. The people that we've had, the guests on that we've had, like I mean, what we're doing here is we're kind of doing a recap of 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 everything yeah, that we're yeah. doing. But the people we have had on the podcast have been absolutely brilliant. Like, oh, I mean, mate, they've been amazing. Like, see, see, I didn't think that this would lead to us meeting so many amazing mm. people through throughout like the world of football podcasting and, and whatever else like Maroon for instance when we done the, the episode on Al Nader from Lebanon the, the work that that guy is doing is fucking incredible and not a lot of people can say that they've that they've done that that they've basically taken the reins on the heritage and history of their entire uh, national association it's it's absolutely incredible like um, Steve, Hill Chester, Steve Hill Steve Chester with, with uh, you know he wrote the book The Card um, I mean, the stories he tells us about Chester and how that, how like his optimism, uh, in regards to you know Chester, even when they they were down, the stories that came out with that, um, you know, then we have Charlotte Patterson on, uh, with Dick Kerr's ladies, but she also shared her love, uh, of you know Asian football and stuff and the work that she puts yeah. in into her local club, uh, Durham City. Uh, and the women's uh, uh Sunderland ladies and stuff like that as well, of course. He's amazing. Uh, Christian as well, obviously a a a member and a, a contributor on the fans board at Moss FK, who we mm. thought we were just getting on for an episode, and now is like wanting us to go over to Norway, and he's in a group chat and stuff. I mean, the, the, we we could rhyme off literally at every single name. We've had, I mean, we've had fucking people who work for the national FAs. We've had journalists on other podcasts. Hey, hey. Yeah, For you, Laurie, what, what was the most emotional one? Oh, the most emotional one? Oh, man. So I'm trying to think overall because it was a couple of moments where we were sat there and just... If if you had seen... Uh, if we had put these right. out on uh, visuals, <laughs> it right. would be so much more. So it's two for me. The first one was Beveren. 
Yeah, yeah, that, that was sticks out my mind big time. It, it was the end when he, when he said like I would die for this club, and you could tell because he was oh. like sixteen hour days. But the other one, one of the most kind of somber moments, I can't remember if it was Aldershot or Chester we done with with Pierce in the with PRC. Yeah, when they, they said like we came in at the end of the game and we were going to away games and home games and we were like this could be the last game so just enjoy it. And then at the end of the season when they knew they were going under. He just went and sat in the center circle when the stadium was empty. And older shot, yeah, I think it was. He just took it all in. Those were the two moments for me, man. Like that, that were the most emotional. But there's been so many. Like those guys are fans of their clubs, and and in the case of one of them, has become the director of of the the, the breakaway from SK Beveren. Yeah. And oh, it's just incredible, man. I mean, really, really incredible. Yeah. Then we had obviously Carl on um, for the for the two League of Ireland uh, episodes. I have to um, say, like Carl. Carl is without a doubt one of the most knowledgeable guys that we've spoken with just in case, just in terms, sorry, of being able to rhyme stuff off. Yeah, and and he has like his uh, his website where he actually, I don't, I don't know if you've visited, where he has every single book in relation to um, League of Ireland and each individual club or each individual category on mm. it. Um, it's amazing. It's, uh, there's so much. There's so much uh, knowledge that he has shared. Not only he knows of, but he has also shared just in this kind of list of books for each club and each. Uh, it's amazing. Uh, like when we started this podcast, as we said, we we wanted to do it as a bit of a you know a bit of a fun thing and stuff like that. But the people that we come across, some of the stuff is just outstanding, and they all do it for free. Well, my, yeah. my, look, 95% of them, some people obviously do it. Like, uh, I mean, look at Bent at Luxembourg uh, footy. Yeah, look at what he's done there with such a, I, I don't want to say minnow country in regards to football because I've been to Luxembourg and, and they, they, they love their football over there. But what he's done there to promote football in Luxembourg is is quite unbelievable. Um, yeah, there's, I mean, we're probably forgetting a few people as well, which I do oh, apologize. Uh, um, Roger as well. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, Alex McGuinness, who who covered um uh I'm Perm with yeah yeah, Perm, yeah. Oh, that, was, that, that was an interesting story. Way back in summer as well. Um, uh, we've had so Brandt, many. Uh, what is uh, Steve uh Steve Brandt Stephen Brandt Steve Brandt uh, yeah of course for the the Shiva USA Paul uh who came on for CF Race that was our very first interview yeah 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 only and I do Carl Alex Charlotte yeah uh, John John uh for the um. Uh, a pop Canaris, uh, and I do for the the A pop Canaris, um, yeah, yeah, even uh, Robin, Carl again, Steve, Pete. You can tell I'm just listing them off. Mark, Jones, oh, you're just listing them off, yeah, yeah. Look, oh, to... what we're trying to say is that every single person that's come on as a guest has enhanced our knowledge in football, but yeah. it's, been, it's been an absolute pleasure having them on uh, in 2023. And look, we hope to have more guests for 2024. Uh, but also the people who have been on before are well, you know, more than welcome to come back on. Of course, yeah, yeah, absolutely. And I think we'll try and get some of the people that we've had on before back on because that would be great. Um, but yeah, I mean, to to wrap up our, our plans for the podcast or to keep things going, opening things up, we're going to be doing episodes that people have been asking for for a long time. You know, your third Lanarx, your Gretnas, your um, like Irish clubs, Dublin City, etc. Um, and we'll probably have another few announcements as well, but we'll we'll wait until the time's right for them. Uh, twenty twenty four, we've we've got a lot of ambitions. It's going to be a big year for us, but um, 
as not to be cliche, but we couldn't have done it without any of you guys listening in. So thank you very much, and and thank you for giving us the the confidence and the the kind of know how and, and ability to be able to do this. It, it really really does mean a lot to us. We actually forgot one person already, and I think he'd actually kill us if we don't mention. Him. We we forgot a few. <laughs> no, no, I know that, but there's one person we forgot. Uh, Just... Vincent. Oh, Vincent. Oh, yeah, we covered HFC Harlem with it. He would kill us, yeah. Yeah, oh, he, he'd know us. Gus, Nima, uh, Ryan as well. So, yeah, we've had everyone on. I just uh, I just have a feeling Vincent would be on the phone to us shouting at us going, what, what, do you hate me? <laughs> <laughs> we'll get Vincent. But, yeah, we, we actually have a, a quite a fun podcast planned with Vincent where we're going to arrange that early in the new year yeah. to, to launch our new... New he's ideas. Still busy off supporting his uh, beloved Gronion to join us tonight. Yeah, but, uh, yeah. When it, when he's got time to fit us into his busy schedule of of going to LA days, um. But I think that will do us for now, Phil. I think that will do us for this year. Um, yeah. Wrapping off the last episode of the year, which is mental to say. <laughs> mental, yeah, yeah. Who who thought we'd get this far? But um, yeah. No, look, it's been an absolute pleasure already. Yeah, uh, uh, being on the podcast with you when I can, obviously. Um, <laughs> Held off a bit towards the end, but it's fine. It's, it's a busy time of year, but of course, we will be back in the new year, probably after the first week of January, once everyone's holidays have finished with a new episode. You can keep up to date with everything on our Twitter page uh, up until that point. Try and get the blog back up and running with the, the old content up and running again, probably in the new year as per. Um, but again, if you want us, if you want to get in touch with us about anything, just just fire us a message. The the Twitter page and everything else is probably going to be a little bit quiet for the next few weeks, just while we all get a chance to take a break and, and recharge a bit over the holidays. Um, like I can imagine many of you will be doing yourselves. So take it easy. I hope you have a very very good Christmas when it comes and a very happy New Year and all the best for twenty twenty four. Phil, do you want to say goodbye to our listeners for this evening? Oh, of course, uh, Merry Christmas to everybody who listens to us and uh, everybody who follows us on Twitter and all our other um, social media accounts. Uh, exactly what Rory said. We could do. We could not do this without you. Uh, and I hope you enjoy the content that we bring. Uh, and I hope you enjoy uh, the podcast that you listen to. Um, but from myself personally, um, have a Merry Christmas and a Happy New Year. And I hope to see you all in 2024. That's just a fair point. While you're over resting over the holidays, you could listen to, to all the podcasts we've put up um so far if you haven't already because there's quite a big back catalogue there so it'll certainly help you kill time um but i've prattled on for enough so uh goodbye <laughs> goodbye